Hello everyone, this is Bobbin Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of the revolution were prepping themselves for a mission in Baritone. The breadbasket of the entire planet. A modestly sized island in the subtropical zone, which, thanks to extremely advanced technology is able to regulate the wind, temperature, and moisture levels to ensure that plants and animals of all varieties are able to grow at exceptional rates throughout the year all across the island surface. Unfortunately, the wind wall, the thing responsible for this bounty, is on its last legs. And rather than do something about it, the hegemony has indicated that they would rather invest in other forms of food production and allow the masses to starve. So, having gone to various locations, having gotten drinks, uh, stabbed rats, and otherwise uh, put their time to good use, the vanguard is preparing now to enter Baritone under the cover of being a new inspector and their entourage. Incidentally, once you get the paperwork or for the cover identity, this is the name that you see. Pupanju. It does indicate that the J is a continental J, which means it is pronounced as a Y. Pupanju. I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> I like the mustard. It's a good mustard. Joke is it kind of sounds like Poupon. It's a bad joke. I retract. Well, regardless, one of you must assume the identity of Count Poupanyu. And the rest of you must settle on exactly what relationship you have to the Count. Well, we already have a noble who can easily slide into the role. Yes, and we've established that you also have access to uh, technology that can alter someone's facial appearance. Mm -hmm. I figure I can be the major domo, so that way my talking abilities can come in handy. I can talk for you and not necessarily make it seem out of character that I am talking for you. Mm -hmm. Does an inspection team need a major domo? No, but a noble does, and then the major domo goes wherever the noble goes. Anyway, yep, you guys have to figure out what you guys want to be. I've, I've done me. Johnny Alpha is the boy. When I need things done, I say, you, the boy, go. Mm, I look at you with what could only be described as absolute contempt. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be a handyman. Your handyman. Yeah. Everyone needs a handyman. Yeah, like we said, the boy. Go for it. Call me that, you might lose a finger. <laughs> I suppose it's easiest for me to pose as a bodyguard. Bound to have one of those. And also, before we proceed any further, let's not forget, everybody, assign yourself a minor ideal for the session. Right, yes, uh, mine's going to be super easy. Done and done. 
Minor ideal, I pretended to be someone else for a time. <laughs> Might as well give myself the XP now. Okay, I'm gonna choose I got someone to back down or back off. I created a new object, organization, or alliance, or mended one that was broken. I'm a handyman. I'm fully expecting Johnny to piss somebody off, and I will have to step in as the guy who he works for. So I am taking that I will be uh, taking harm, blame, penance, or burden for someone else. Well, I guess we'll find out. So, any other preparations you would like to make before arriving on the island? Equipment I want to bring, actually. Okay, I probably don't need the stealth hard suit for this. You want the light hard suit or the assault hard suit? You could borrow my assault hard suit. I'm sure it could be made to fit you. Yeah, okay, so I'll do these. Because I, I, I get to carry guns, so I'm going to have my guns. I mean, you can also just build new suits to order. Yeah, you do that, but... Uh... I'm going to be the bodyguard of a noble. I guess the Hess assault hard suit sounds... Intimidating? Yeah. Okay. Where can I hide a kinetic damper? <laughs> Up your ass. Or else just, like, slung across your da slung across your back. Let's not bring the sniper rifle. Why not? Well, a sniper rifle for a bodyguard doesn't make a lot of sense. Hmm, sounds fake, but okay. Uh, keep the smart scope, that's useful. Uh, I'm just keeping all of my weapons because it's a sword and a revolver, which are all things anybody could carry. Well, anyone with a noble title could carry. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, I probably So, you know, anyone who's anyone. Oh, let's bring the mag clamps. Hey, same. If someone misbehaves, you can just give them the clamps. No, those are shoes. Mag shoes. Uh, I probably don't have a good reason to have grenades on me. Thank God. Keep them in your stomach like a Baki character. That's... <laughs> that's not... That's not safe for work. That's not safe for anything. <laughs> not safe for life. It's an anti-photon buzzer. Nah. You mentioned a couple of other things. Just to tie up a few details, Alice and Jim will not be joining you, at least in this session. They have been brought to the Metal Star, at least in Jim's case, since he wasn't there already, and are undergoing team-building exercises. <laughs> Incidentally, Jim very obviously and very instantly developed a crush on Dimu. <laughs> and when Dimu mentioned how impossible it would be to uh, do anything with her since she only exists in a, in the two-dimensional space of various screens and walls, that seemed to uh, encourage him <laughs> rather than discourage him. Challenge okay, oh, he's, he's a 3D PD type of guy. Uh, yeah, okay. Good. Um, I'm going to immediately regret saying this, but seeing as we are in a flarflung future, I'm sure there have been many advances in teledildonics. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, do I want to take 
uh, the patch, which is the first aid kit, or we want to take a data plating so that we can communicate silently. Probably take the data plating. I've got a corrective on hand at all times anyway. Okay. Well, maybe I should change that out for like a regular first aid kit if such a thing exists. Yeah, I've switched out for a light hard suit, data plating, antiphoton visor, I've got my stims. Reasonably high medium signature and medium AC on me somewhere. If you're trying to just straight up hide something, then it, I would ask that you hide something small rather than medium. Well, I don't really need to hide a gun because I'm the bodyguard. I think he's talking to him, Tab. Yeah, light signature then. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got a. I'm changing my medium signature to a light signature. Uh, Bring a knife. Big old, big old knife. I, I also have one of those. Stick with medium AC, but it'll be like a utility. Like a machete for cutting through undergrowth? Yeah, yeah. I could see you swinging that since we're going to what is effectively a jungle. But that depends on, like, do we need to go through that jungle to access the inspection site? Well, I'm a handyman, so worst comes to worst. Um... This is my most important tool. This is for people who don't pay. I'm wondering I was if gonna I say, sh- it's like going to be gardening shit as well. I assume if I'm if we're impersonating a noble. If you're talking about a knife, then what you need is an archaic melee, because both AC and signature weapons are. Uh... Oh wait, no. I'm... AC is kinetic. I need to finish reading this entry before I comment on it. I'm wondering if a mobility hard suit would be fine for me to have. See, I, if we're all going to change up our equipment, I'm going to put that on so that, because I'm supposed to be like an, an inspector, so I need to be able to move around a lot and inspect things. You're right, and if you need something from me, I need to be able to reach you at any point. It's also like super, it sounds correct for the nobles on this planet to have jetpacks at all times. <laughs> True. I mean, if you can, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I can't get away with a... can't justify a, a mobility hard seat. Let's sit light, medium AC, light No, you could! Chair. If you're helping with with the actual act of repairs... Alright, you've convinced me I'm taking a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have to be able to... Switch my arm, why don't you? Medium AC, but it's... I've switched out like my usual swordy thing for a, more of a sort of utility machete like chopper kind of thing a chopper and my gun is now a light signature which is uh, concealed in my sock like a little derringer slightly bigger but yeah then I've got data plating interface on visor and stims I would assume I'm allowed to have a light signature gun in case like an assassination attempt happens and so that way I'm allowed to defend Myself and slash or my uh my noble, so yeah, you're trusted. You get the jet back. Yeah, worth taking a look at the examples they've got in the book here. A light AC weapon is a knife, bayonet, punching daggers, or a short sword. A medium one is a sword, officer's saber, or a trench axe. And a heavy AC weapon is something so big that you need the augmented strength of a hard suit in order to carry it. I could see a machete being a medium. Yeah, I've got medium AC officer's saber. 
and for signature weapons, there's uh, a light signature weapon is a, is a large revolver, a set of pistols, or a submachine gun. The medium one is an assault rifle, shotgun, or pack-fed lasers. Okay, I'm gonna regret saying this, but Namtab suggestion. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a gardener. You could probably give justify you that you're carrying around fertilizer, and if you you have like engineering, you could uh, probably rig up improvised explosives so that you could justify bringing grenades. Or you could use your uh, your bond ability to create an explosive. Yeah, okay, I can do that anytime I want. But we can help justify it by saying that yes, you are carrying around a few packs of fertilizer. Ape, have you taken a look at the anti-photon visor? It's basically sunglasses. I'm an elite operator. <laughs> I'm going to rant from my truck. <laughs> yeah, I looked at them, but I decided to go with the smart scope. Okay. Yeah, and it's not just sunglasses, it's anti-flash sunglasses. Mm. No, I'm just going to take a subjectivity enhancement suite, just in case there's a bit of hacking he's doing, seeing as our designated hacker is Shrug. Not here tonight. Yes, Claire is once again unable to join us for the evening. Alright, one of us carries the sound system, like, and is just the hype man for the noble, actually. I would have to be the major domo. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, just like, you're walking in there with a boombox over your shoulder and you're just playing their theme song. Honestly, like, yes. I've had that for forever. Like, I've had the sound system for forever, and I just, like, my notes specifically say that it just mostly plays Long Tall Sally. But I have the sound system. I'm thinking of doing using that. Based on the description, it sounds like it also works as a backup in case the pilot gets jammed. So, are you guys pretty well set on your equipment? Yeah, I'm set to go. I am set to go. Nam tap. Oh, I was muted. Um, yes. Very well then. Hey, let's see how long this takes before it falls apart. Time to fuck up immediately. So, the first thing to note is that you are not in the usual silver wing aircraft. Instead, it appears that Demu has managed to manufacture one of the airships commonly used by nobility and owned in the hundreds by the hegemony government and it is accurate down to the smallest details Jean-Luc you know a thing or two about these machines and you're kind of surprised to see a perfectly valid number sign on the tail of the airship I forget what they're called Driver's like the, oh, you got the license, license plate. plate right in everything. Yeah, but the thing that's a license plate, but for aircraft. But uh, yeah, you've got that. And it's fairly comfortable inside, seeing as it was set up for a noble. There are plenty of plush seats, a uh, fully automated cockpit, the AI on its own capable of getting people from A to B with only the uh, simplest of instructions. And you are aware 
that the Silver Wing has been dispatched to Baritone, and it is currently in a holding pattern over the island, and it is prepared to drop your mechs in a halo drop should the need for heavy weapons arise. Prepare for Titanfall. Can't wait. Unfortunately, while the seating is certainly first class, the food is not just what you're used to getting from uh, living in the Metal Star. Mm. Paste. My favorite. Yeah. Thankfully, it's more than just paste. Thanks to your connections to the wholesalers in uh, Soprano. But it is still... The traitor's Joe. Yeah. forget what exactly what I called it, but... It is still fairly limited in scope as to what they are able to smuggle to you on any given week. And so your repast is perhaps not as luxurious as the accommodations would suggest they should be. How long is our flight going to be? A few hours. We have a layover in Austin. Cool. I enhance our rations with a little bit of cooking. I make Connor help. Hmm. Okay. Because I know if I don't, you're just going to force me to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to make an actual human being out of you yet, I promise. No. No, you're not. <laughs> How much experience has Connor had with cooking? Are you kidding me? <laughs> none. Absolutely Connor none. Connor understands that heat applied to food makes it not raw. Yes, he uses the microwave to do so quite often. In that case, I would... I made spaghetti in, in microwave one time. It was the worst spaghetti ever made. <laughs> I would request a roll from Connor. Oh, no. I honestly I can try and roll show off <laughs> you've definitely guest starred on a couple of cooking shows yes just fucking emulate Rachel Ray hegemony <laughs> Rachel Ray hegemony Paula Deen who is just Paula <laughs> yeah, there Deen there we go I was going to say Sandra no. Lee's the best Connor can pull off <laughs> whoa okay <laughs> That's still a 19. That's still a 19. <laughs> All right. So you successfully avoid harming yourself or others. It was perhaps because Jean-Luc is as strict and disciplined in the kitchen as he is in other facets of life and thus ensures that whatever help Connor provides. If he helps me, does that not mean I get a... Uh... I get a bonus You're dice? helping me. Oh. You're the sous chef here. Okay. Never mind. Also, it would only be for the... It would only be if Jean-Luc wants to take a stress die. Ah, uh, nah. As it is. Yes, it is through Jean-Luc's eagle eye and frequent intervention that you avoid doing anything too disastrous to the mini kitchen in this airship bring out hot plates of beans rice and fried toast slap connor on the back tell everybody he did a very good job i always do a good job that is demonstrably wrong as it is 
The time eventually comes when you approach the edge of Baritone. And just to make sure you get a good view of it, the roof of the cabin section of the airship turns translucent, giving you a perfect view of the vast wind wall ahead of you. It rises from the ground up past even the altitude you are currently flying at, and it seems to move and flex in the wind, shimmering with an opalescent rainbow of colors that change as the angle at which you view the curtain changes. With the help of a magnification feature, you are able to spot one of the hard points that hold this immense curtain up. It is made up of two sections, one of which is this sort of flat panel that uh, the wind wall radiates away from. The other is this sort of roundish lump that sticks out from one side. And uh, from the sort of wavering of the air around it, seems to be uh, putting out some immense amount of energy in order to preserve its precise location in the sky. And as you watch, you can see this sort of radius of light come off from the hard point as the nature of the curtain changes, presumably with a change in the wind. And what was once trapped inside is now allowed to go free into the exterior air outside of Baritone. And despite the apparent physicality of this wall, your airship heads straight into it, and once you get close to it, its uh, physicality, its presence seems to lessen. It does not appear to be as dense of an object as, for instance, all of you are. And so while you feel a bit of a tingle as you move across that barrier, the wall, you otherwise see and experience no other indications that you have crossed it, except to say that as you look out through the translucent ceiling, the uh, pearlescent glow of the wall is now receding behind you. Now, your cover identity having been established as the newest inspector to come to Baritone, your flight path leads directly to Penelope's estate as the current head of Baritone. You are to make yourself known to her personally. Imagine building an entire wall that maintains like a continent-sized structure, uh, a climate, and you use it to make Indiana. My god, I'm looking at this image right now. Where's my pen? <laughs> I love pulling up to the enemy's home. The enemy boss's 
house and introducing myself immediately. That's not nerve-wracking at all. Isn't this the place that we have to extract my, uh, my contact from anyway? It is. Excellent. Also, I will have you know that the previous image came from California's Central Valley, not Indiana. Regardless. So, yes, there is a landing pad on the estate, and you get a good look at it from above as you approach. A few things catch your eye as on your way in. First off, that... All the dicks. Uh, yeah, I, I look up the clouds. This house was built during the Dickinson period, where <laughs> penises were just like a fad. Just like a, a, a building fad. You know, like Art Deco, this was penis deco. For the sake of the audience, I drew dicks on the map. Art Deco. How did you miss that ape? It was right there. Uh, that's why this is getting edited out. <laughs> <laughs> what you see below you is, first of all, a single large manor house with uh, bright white pillars holding up the large front porch two levels behind it and to the sides are a few smaller residences on the same estate well manicured lawn and garden filling up all the spaces in between and off towards the back a few more ramshackle less well painted homes that are directly adjacent to a variety of farms and fields that appear to be attached to the estate. In addition, there is a fairly wide bayou that creates a border along the north edge of the estate. And something that you note is that, first of all, the, the water going through the bayou is uh, deep brown in color. And in the well-kept part of the estate, there appear to be a bunch of nozzles spraying a constant mist of water into the air, creating a sort of water fence between the bayou and the rest of the estate. Now we have to find the earth wall and the fire wall, and then we can unite them all and we'll be the avatar. But when do we find the heart wall and create Captain Planet? I wander off. Captain Planet wall. Get a closer look at that water wall. I don't. I don't think now is the right time to wander off. I think you need to stay with us. Yeah, but you guys started making jokes. That was out of character. You start to wander off, and Connor just grabs you by your shoulder and pulls you back, and it's like, mm mm. As a matter of fact, you do not even have the opportunity to wander off because all of this that I have described is what you saw on the way down. You have yet to even climb out of the airship. Uh, Johnny wanders off into the bowels of the airship. <laughs> Johnny just wanders off the ship, falls to his yeah. death. <laughs> I grab my parachute. <laughs> Johnny's like a dog. He sees something interesting and he just leaps out the window. He saw what? another dog. Oh well. Let's go to the Johnny shelter and get a new one. You really don't want to go to the Johnny shelter. I don't. When you land... You are greeted on the uh, the helipad by 
basically a small welcoming party. The uh, person at the head is very obviously not Penelope Agrotisa. First of all, because Jean-Luc, you would know what she looks like, and that's not her. And second of all, because this is a rather uh, thin, underfed, balding, fairly well-wrinkled man. Certainly not 60 yet, but uh, looks like the stress of his job is sort of getting to him in terms of his appearance. But he greets you with a smile and says, uh, Good day, sir. I am Ronald, the Lady Penelope's Teneschal. I understand that you are the new surprise inspector. I just want to note that I activated my prosper collar before we encountered anybody, like, before the doors even opened, and, uh, no, just for fun, let's do it after we meet Yes, someone. exactly. No, it's just fiddling with my collar for no reason. By the way, Bobbin, can I can I get that word? Lady Penelope's what? Seneschal. Seneschal. Type of, like, scarf. I'm typing out for you. It's basically a second-in-command. Yeah, it's a word. It's a real word. I'm sure it's a real word. I just don't know it. Steward or Majordomo. Okay. Same kind of position that Connor is pretending to have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Connor will go presenting his Lord Highness. No. Count veto. Cusano. Veto. Nope. This is the veto. voice I'm doing. That's the voice I'm doing. Can we get a ruling? No. That's the voice I'm doing. <laughs> One thing I will say a count is not a highness. His lordship is as much as you're allowed to say. His lordship. Count Pipanyu. I said we'd let Colin do this voice, but the second he breaks it, his character takes stress. <laughs> I'm taking stress. <laughs> Alright. Jean-Luc, you have been introduced. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've got the uh, info skin. That's what it's called, right? I looked it up like yes. two seconds ago. Yes. Let me real quick just look at Incidentally, Connor should also have the info skin in as well. Okay. Rather than the other thing that you mentioned, because that, th- that thing's the one that's obvious to people who are looking at you. Oh, okay, yes. Alright. Yeah, so I was thinking, like, you know, slightly sunken cheeks. I obviously can't do anything about the fact that I'm, like, six and a half feet tall and kinda jacked. Go for the Habsburg jaw. <laughs> But I can, you know, sink my cheeks a little bit, uh, enhance the jaw. God, my, I can't change the color of my hands, so there's not much point in altering the color of my face. That'd look really weird and extremely obvious. Yeah, I, I would say that you're not the only noble family with your skin tone, though, so... Yeah. And uh, Connor's features are basically all just a little more pinched and uh, he's changed his hair color from the from the normal blonde that he has to like a dark brown, almost black. Okay, so I've been introduced. I should know like how I'm supposed to talk to this person. Yes, not just because you have the background of noble knowledge, but you also got the knowledge 
reserve for this mission. So you are aware of not just the general principles of addressing someone's representative, as in this case. You are also aware of uh, how appropriate this is for her to send just her representative to meet you, which in this case is highly appropriate. She outranks you by several degrees. In addition, the fact that you are a surprise inspector means that uh, she is not obligated to adjust her schedule for this first meeting. Should I have any expectations for how this should go? Should I... Is there an expectation that I, like, enter the house and meet the lady and show deference? Or can I just be like, hey, we're here to work, let's get to work? You have uncovered the information that, for a significant length of time, certainly as long as Penelope has been the head of Baritone, it has been customary for the inspectors to be led to a guest house that is near to the main house and from there you are expected to make quote-unquote random inspections by uh, interviewing several of the workers who are brought to the guest house for the interviews and once you have satisfied yourself with the state of the island, you are then to leave. Your mandate is to remain for up to one month. And uh, technically, you have the authorization to go about the rest of the island, but you would be the first one to do so in months. Hmm. Okay. So I, I'm going to need to generate some kind of excuse if I want to leave the guest house to actually physically put my eyeballs on things. Got it. I'm sure our intrepid team can drum up some kind of horseshit. Speciality. Alright, alright. Well, with that in mind, after introduction, step off of the airship looking around, evaluating, pre-evaluating everything, and at the conclusion of my Major Domo's introduction. God, I had the way I wanted to start this and I already lost it. How did I do What's oh. happening, gamers? It's me, Moist Critical. <laughs> <laughs> do convey my appreciation to the Lady Agritosa for having us on such short notice. Please, lead the way. I don't wish to take up any more of her time than we already are. By all means, my lord. Follow me. The guest house is over yonder. And for a man who looks like he's bearing so much of the weight of the world, he's surprisingly quick on his feet. Leads you at a rapid pace over to the guest house. And, uh, Something you note is that there are a, a fair number of manicured topiary uh, sculptures throughout the garden. Can the people who have infiltration shit to do here throw eyeball rolls around on the way over? If you wish, but I would ask that you tell me what exactly you're looking for. <laughs> 
I know we have an exfiltration mission, which is going to be preceded by an infiltration mission. Presumably, our guy is being held inside somewhere. Just like, you know, throw eyeballs around, identify structures, identify the way into structures. I would not be doing this. I figure Johnny or Alan would be the good ones for this. Yeah, fair. Well, no, wait. Because I, I have a debuff to spot. Yeah, you do have that little uh, eyeball issue at the moment. I guess I can read the situation, see if I can figure out like what the guard patterns look like. All right. I think that's what that move does. So, you are attempting to get a good feel for the personnel. All right, that's not fuck. Oh, hang on. It's not fuck. Namtab's personal coda. Colin, can can we get like details on the information you have about this whole submission? Uh, I sent someone from God. Where's Namtab from again? Soprano. Soprano. That just I sent someone from Soprano over here, and uh, they are going to be giving us information in exchange for exfiltrating them. I don't know. I do have a few more details to add. Okay. The uh, person that you are looking for is named Gomez Barley, and to your awareness, he arrived several weeks before you did, and has taken it upon himself to try and infiltrate the uh, the staff of uh, Penelope's estate. Okay. So we might actually be interviewing him. It all just depends on who she sends over. Where's Morticia Barley? Back in Soprano. I'm more concerned about Fester Barley. Fester Barley taught Johnny all he knows. Anyway, I rolled a five and read the situation, so I've got no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> Too interested in the water wall. Yeah, I just, I just really want to, second I get a chance, that's where it I'm going. It looks so refreshing. <laughs> But I just want to know why, what, why, why it's there. What's it doing? What evil lies beyond the water wall? Not water. A bayou of a one hundred percent fecal matter. <laughs> no, it's a hundred percent fecal matter. A bayou is essentially a swamp, and we know that I love the swamp. Well, regardless of that, Shrek is my middle name canonically. For. Rolling a five on Rita's situation, I will tell you this, that as you are crossing over to the guest house, as you are glancing around, looking for anyone who might be a guard rather than a regular staff member, you do identify several people who are, they aren't visibly carrying guns, but uh, considering the humid atmosphere and the hot sun, they are wearing much bulkier jackets than you would expect and those bulky jackets could very easily hold a decent sized firearm and one of the uh, gardeners who appears to be working on those topiary sculptures has an uncannily familiar face you could have sworn you had thrown a grenade at that face <gasps> oh <laughs> No. Oh no. Oh fuck. Good job, Colin. 
I didn't throw the grenade. Yeah, that, that was me. I'm gonna throw enough grenade. <laughs> not right now. Not right now. So, because you recognize the face, you end your investigation of the staff a little early. You're not certain if he saw you, and you're not certain if you really saw who you think you saw, but best to be careful. I thought I killed him. How did he survive a grenade? Does he look grenaded? That would require a second look. And with a five, you are not... Look directly at him. Don't look directly at him. With a five, you are not confident about enough to uh, double check. Let's get a double check. Too bad you can't. Someone else look at that guy and tell me if he looks like he's taking a grenade to the face. No. As it is, you do end up at the guest house. The accommodations are less impressive than what you can see from the outside of the main house, but they are nothing to sneeze at. It's well-decorated, well-painted, floors are nice and polished, beds are large and uh, plush. I swipe my finger across a random surface. No residue. Excellent. I'd bite into this nickel to make sure it's not wood. I do hope you enjoy your accommodations for the coming uh, fortnight or more that you choose to stay. The lady of the house is currently indisposed, but should be back by the end of the week. Very well. You will continue your investigation unabated until then, I suppose? As my lord wishes. Should you need anything, the servants uh, shall bring it to you. If anything major is discovered or required, I shall be notified. Very well. But until such time as my lady arrives home, have a good stay. We will endeavor to. Getting a little droopy dog there. <laughs> It was Droopy Dog this whole time. It's, it's been Droopy Dog the entire time. I, Droopy Dog is the inspiration. Okay. He's my inspiration, too. <laughs> he bows forward, steps backward. On reaching the threshold, turns around. Very officious. You know what the protocol is. You know that most people are sloppy with the protocol. This guy is... Every last single step is on protocol. Very impressive. I send with my, um, uh, what is the thing? My data plating thing, whatever. Which I, I choose as, I don't know, like a ring or something, since that's one of the options. I just send everyone the message, assume the room is bugged. Is it time for me to rig something? If you want. It's time for me to rig something. Yeah, you've rigged a bug finder before. I'm gonna rig a bug finder again. While he's doing that, I'm just going to get the lay of the house. Fair enough. In terms of size, it's... Basically, it's the main house without the wings and uh, half the size. Like, straight up chopped in half. Okay, it's not a one. It's not a one, that's always <laughs> good. Um, 
good news, it's a perfectly functional bug finder. The bad news is it makes a loud noise straight away and every time it's used. I choose for that sound to be a, a foghorn. <laughs> you mean an air horn? No, no. Louder. Like the eeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
we've already fucked up. Good work. Do you want me to kill that one? We are, uh, let's see. Ten minutes in. Awesome. That one is going to be trouble. You, Johnny, go. Identify. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Don't no kill. kill. Just identify. I've run slightly less enthusiastically. <laughs> <laughs> Soft bite. No kill. Yeah, I've run. All right, in this case, I'm going to call for a skill roll. It's get there quickly, but it's with a difficulty dice because I'm, I've got brain fluid or something. I forget the law. Got lore. brain problems. Yeah, that's a 12. All right. You manage to catch up with them before they leave the current floor. Hey, we're not weird. I just wanted to let you know we're not weird. <laughs> oh, God damn it! I have a move where I can just yell at people to come here. I need to remember that. Too late now. As it is, the person appears to be fairly young. Male. Definitely not the, uh, the cook from earlier. And uh, as soon as you enter the room, he puts both hands up and says, oh, Okay, look, I get that Maybe you want your own staff to take over here. That's fine, but uh, no need to hurt anyone for that. We can just clear out. Oh, uh, what's your name, fella? What's your name, lad? Joey. Hi, Joey. I'm Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Beta. Is your lord... <laughs> Usually that bloodthirsty, or no, 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 no. It, it's it's a long-running joke. There, my lord is a, a very serious inspector, so he's got this thing going on with his bodyguard and me. Like we we, we have a laugh, we have a joke. You know how it is. I'm sure you have a joke with your boss, don't you? Every now and again. If I joke at my with my boss, I get beheaded. I meant your immediate best, like, not like the lord. I love my boss and my job, but I don't usually see her or talk to her on a day-to-day -day basis. What do, what do you do here? I clean. Yeah, so you got like a head butler or something, don't you? Rather than... Like, Roland is probably... Yeah, I talk to Roland, but he usually doesn't show up unless I screw something up. Oh, that sucks. You know, you look like hard words, okay? You should... You know, no, no one should be, you know, you, sh you should have a good relationship, not just... I love my boss and my job, and I'm getting paid and going back home as soon as my time here is up. Okay, good. That's a normal thing to say. I mean, we do know that Baritone basically imports all of its working staff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so where, where are you from? I love my dross and my job. <laughs> well, my, my family's from mezzo-soprano. So, you know, we come from a family of cleaners. Okay. I'm Johnny Simple Green. You already said he was Johnny Delta. Beta. Oh, beta. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the next disguise, I might be Johnny Sigma. I might be, I could be anything. Johnny Roman Numeral 5. Lick my balls. Look, you, you don't need to worry about about my lord. He's a bit on the serious side, but he's he's a he's a good man. Like I say, we have a laugh, we have a joke. You know, 
the, the only thing he doesn't like is is gossip. So as long, but I'm sure you're not going to do any of that, are you? All right. I think now I'm going to ask for the roll. Uh, take control once I turn the difficulty dice off. That's a 14. So, you seem to have sufficiently placated this person. It's uh, clear that he's probably going to talk with the rest of the staff. It's almost impossible to to prevent that from happening, but uh, you, you get the sense that you've successfully convinced him that your lord is eccentric and not necessarily bloodthirsty. I'm not violent, I'm just weird. Yeah, it's so basically we've just convinced him of the truth. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes that can be harder than convincing someone of a lie. Right then, Jerry, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm a general handyman, I'll be sort of hanging around doing various odd jobs for my lord. You know, if you want to hang out or, you know, get to know each other, then that, that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll be seeing you. I'll give him a wink and walk away. Cool. Turns around, walks away, wondering if he just got hit on. <laughs> I'll just pull out, like, a medium-sized bill, and I'll say, I'm sorry, he's very awkward to talk to. And then just hand it to him, then head off. He absolutely just got hit on. At this, he just sort of stares at you, nods, takes the bill, watches you leave, then uh, just shaking himself, pulls his cleaning rag back out of his pocket and gets back to work. Future rags are five times as absorbent as modern-day rags. We've gone beyond microfiber. We're on nanofiber. <laughs> Hi, guys. I just made a friend. Did you... Yeah. Well done. We're all very proud of you. You know, I, I, I do know what patronizing is. Alright, so I will say, just to move things along at this point, that you all are given quarters in the guest house. You are given the freedom of the entire estate. If you wish, you can at this point divide up as you so please not necessarily unsupervised. As I mentioned before, Johnny did notice some potentially armed guards patrolling the estate. But uh, what you want to do, where you want to go, and keep in mind, this, the estate does include the servants' quarters, farmers' quarters towards the back end, and the farms that uh, extend further back. I think with the cover story I have provided for myself, I kind of need to stick close to um, the count here. I think we need to go look at the water wall first, or we're never going to get yes. anything done. Yes! That's where I was going to go. <laughs> I guess my point is that Johnny can go alone to the water wall. But if all of you want to inspect it, that's fine too. If you can think of an excuse, I'll just be there to maintenance, but... You're not a maintenance worker. You you have permission to look, probably not to touch too much. I'm a handyman. I'm your handyman. I break the water. You, you're not the Agritosis handyman. Yeah, who gives a shit about the Agritosis? We do. That's why we're we here. Do. We are here on her property by her leave. We're all going to go together. We're just... 
I am going to, after we all get settled in the guest house, going to instruct my team that... What's the right word? Coterie? Accoutrement? Whatever. We're going... For... Entourage. Entourage, thank you. The second that we're alone, I'll just say, I'm going to go look at the water wall. We're never going to get anything done until you do that, huh? Water and it's moving. Don't you want to know what's in the swamp? Swamp? Not really. Doesn't the swamp just make you feel at home? No. No. Do you know how long it's been since I've seen a swamp? Three days. You know you can go back between missions, right? And as a matter of fact, Johnny has been going back in order to build his organization. Mm. Look, we need to walk around at this place anyway. We'll go see the water wall, but we'll take the long way there. Do they not have like a car? A space car? A scar? Not for the estate. I fucking elbow Connor in the ribs. This one needs more exercise anyway. It's actually fairly walkable. Why did we let him bring a jetpack? In addition, the water wall is quite extensive. It covers a, a good length of the edge of the estate. And as you go up to it, it, uh, it appears that various nozzles set in the ground are firing water that disperses into a mist, uh, going up to somewhere around 15 to 20 feet. And... As you approach it, the smell becomes quite strong. You smell a combination of ambergris and rose petals. And underneath that, something rather sulfurous. What a fascinating smell you've discovered. <laughs> Look, doesn't that smell make you feel at home? Again, not a no. single bit. As it is, you do not see anyone currently maintaining the uh, the water sprays. There appears to be no fence on this side of the estate. If you don't mind your clothes getting a little damp, you could walk right past them. Uh, yep. Okay. I can't let my clothes get damp. Oh, God, no. You stay outside then. Yeah, I'm not going to take off your part of the retinue, but you're going on, you're going by yourself through the wall. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like I've said, no trouble at all. You just walk on through the uh, the mist spray and as soon as you do, the smell of incense and perfume dies down and the intense odor of decay fecal matter, fertilizer, and dead bacteria of every description floods your nostrils to such an extent that even despite growing up in an agricultural swamp, you are overwhelmed by how nasty this bayou smells. Fucking called it. Constitution save. You ever read about those stories about, like, entire farming families dying in pig shit lakes? No. I'm normal. It's a thing that happens. Yeah, but that won't happen to me. You literally just entered, entered into a shit lake. Well, 
Thankfully, he's still standing on solid ground. I mean, there's like gases. Like it chokes out the uh, it chokes out all of the oxygen in the air is why they die. They get in there and they suffocate. They fall into the pig shit and they drown. And then the family members go after them and they suffocate and they fall in the pig shit and they drown. Just hover there where it's easier to breathe. You're going to ignite a flame in the methane atmosphere. <laughs> no, 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 please. I want to see how this plays out. Please, start a fire. In the <laughs> Look, it's the future. It doesn't have to be a flame jetpack. As it is, one thing I will note is you recall now, having seen the estate from the sky, that this wall of mist ends where the staff quarters begins. <laughs> so the staff have to live with the smell of this all the time. So it would seem. Almost like these are bad people that we are trying to overthrow. Is it that the emitters end there? Or are there emitters there and they just, they're, 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 they're turned off? I think we'll probably have to go look. Yeah, if there are emitters there, you definitely would not have seen them from the sky, because if they are off, they are too small to spot. Hmm. But first, while I'm here, what I would like to do is use my not-flame-based jetpack <laughs> to, to have a bit of a hover at an altitude where it's a bit easier to breathe, just to see if there's anything interesting, or if you've just created a giant red heathering for us in the ship. Not a red herring, it's just a piece of the landscape you latched onto. We have to know. You no, have we to don't! Know. I don't give a shit. Speaking of shit, <laughs> might as well roll an observation skill. I swear to god, if this actually turns something up and name tab is validated, I quit this campaign. No, you don't. He doesn't. It's a bluff. Yeah, uh literally it will I still only have reader situations, so that's my observation skill, I guess. That's 13. Yeah. Good eyeballs instead of bad ones. Yes, yeah, so it's not the got the most utility for this particular thing, but fuck it, it's a roll. As you rise up above the level of the trees that are overgrowing the sides of the bayou, you note that the sickly green color of the trees surrounding the bayou are juxtaposed quite abruptly by the much more healthy shades of green of the various lawns, gardens, and crop lands on either side. In the distance on every side of the bayou, it appears that there are several other estates of the same design as Penelope's. A fair amount of the land is given over to agriculture, as is the case in her estate. And there are a few other misters lining the uh, bayou at strategic locations. I guess the only bit of pertinent information that I'm going to get from this is does this look sort of Deliberate. Does this, from what I can see, does it look like this is caused by like runoff or some kind of effects of the whole keeping everything green process, or am I literally just looking at a shit lake for no reason? This is one of those naturally occurring shit lakes. 
This is absolutely caused by agricultural runoff. There are ways that farmers could mitigate the amount of runoff and decay that caused this situation. But apparently, such efforts, at least in this part of the island, are not followed. You hear about elephant graveyards in documentaries, but they don't talk about elephant bathrooms. No, no, this is deliberate. Okay, I'll go back to the group now. Did you have fun? Are you satisfied? Let's see. It seems that the effects of keeping this and similar estates looking like this is that they are quite effectively poisoning the land around it. Add it to the list of reasons we're overthrowing the government. Also, I don't know if you guys knew this, but that smell, that's, that's horrible. I can't describe that smell, um, but the servants are probably having to drink that in all the time. Putting it on the list. Can probably inspect the servants' quarters at some point. Might be worthwhile to walk over, see if the wall is meant to extend that far. And I'm just going to start walking. Yeah? Can we get back to the actual reason we're here? Because I don't know if you were here when I laid out the whole we have even less time than we thought we did thing. But we have even less time than we thought we did. So can we get a move on? Pretty please? I mean, I am all for getting a move on, but... I mean, step one is to identify Gomez, who is on the estate somewhere. True, yeah. Hmm. And if I can, and if we can do some good while we do that, then... Ingratiate ourselves to the servantry, if that's possible. Yeah, could get me an in with Joey. Yep. Somebody has a crush. It's just been a while. So... As you approach the servant section of the grounds, you do notice that uh, well, you have an opportunity to look at the misters up close, and they're fairly cleverly designed, basically set into the ground to make the nozzles level with the soil around them to be as unintrusive, as natural in appearance as possible. And uh, having had a few could look at a couple of them as you approach the servants' quarters and the smell gets stronger for everyone this time. You uh, reach the end of the line of misters and reach the misses. Tracing the path that they would be following, you inspect the ground closely and see nothing but grass. You there, boy, dig a hole. <laughs> to you, Johnny. I absolutely do not. <laughs> Didn't even pack a shovel. You got fingers. You have a gun. Vaporize <laughs> a hole for me. Gun, the ultimate shovel. Yeah, even I know that shooting the ground isn't going to help because I'm from a farming community. Lead farmer. Also, I'm just straight up not responding to any use of the word boy. We've established this. Okay, that I maybe should have emphasized stronger was out of character. It's a thing I actually want you to do, but I did not call you boy. I mean, I'm happy to dig a hole if you ask me nicely. Johnny's all about holes. <laughs> Been a while. Just need to double check if they're, if the like, 
the misters are buried after a certain point. Uh, you want to see if the having been turned off for a while that whether or not the soil has just sort of subsumed over them. Yeah. I can't hurt to check. We can project the line that they should be in. We should know where the next one is. Yeah. Take five minutes to displace the soil. The second you explain it like that and stop using the term boy to describe me, I start digging a hole. I never actually do that in character. It's just me having a laugh. This is serious. <laughs> this is deadly serious. Can't poop on you. <laughs> All right. Well, dig, 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 as I mentioned, you didn't pack a shovel, but they're not too hard to find in a farming community. So you grab one that's just leaning against a fence post nearby. Dig a hole. Now you have a hole. Ah, oh, rats. Okay. Do you want to bury something in it? No, you can fill it back up. Now, dig another one. Okay. Now fill that one back up. <laughs> this one is <laughs> going to be six feet deep, six feet long, and three <laughs> feet wide. <laughs> I dig that hole, but I pointedly don't fill the first one up. Now you have two holes. <laughs> There's definitely no misters. Or misses. Oh, that's obnoxious. As it is, something that you do notice is that the farming staff around here appear to be all they, all... they all have covered faces. And what they are using to cover their faces uh, appears to vary from person to person. Some of them have full plastic filters attached to their mouth and nose. Others have simple paper masks. A few of them have handkerchiefs that have been soaked in water covering their mouth and nose and the more that you stand here the more you are noticing that the smell is just sort of filling your nostrils and even pushing into your mouth somehow the longer you stay in close proximity to the filthy bayou how are the others reacting to the smell because I'm somewhat inured to swamps I think this goes beyond swamp. I... Hmm. The, the info skin is doing a great deal to conceal the degree to which I am getting green around the gills. And my natural stoicism is the only thing that is keeping me from fucking leaving. There's a handkerchief that Connor has pulled out and put up to his nose in an attempt to, to mask it. It's not working. Doing that thing where you put menthol under your nose. <laughs> it's helping. I mean, I have stims, so... Stims aren't menthol. You, you can't no, stim your way through everything, Colin. <laughs> Watch me! <laughs> the guy with grenaded shows up, he's gonna stim his way through that. As it is. I think at about this point, Seneschal Roland shows back up, carrying a box. Quick, someone hide the fucking holes. He has one of the high-tech masks on his face. And from it, you hear him say, My apologies, my lord, but if you told me that you would be inspecting the servants' quarters right away, I would have prepared these for you before your sojourn. 
Please, by all means, take one. Connor will gladly take one and put it on and say, Thank you. Much appreciated. Sorry, you're you're putting it on before giving one to me to put Oh, on. true. Yes, that's right. I would have been versed in that. Uh, so I will, I will take one and I will put it on you. And then I will take my own. You're probably a whole head shorter than me, so I have to lean down for yeah. it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Come on, go just smushing this mask on someone's face. <laughs> there is one for all of you. Alan puts one on, just gives a wordless nod of thanks. When I have finished putting both mine and my uh, and my counts on, I say thank you, much appreciated. Oh, of course. You must excuse the smell. It's uh, a hazard it's quite of... a lot of shit, you see. Just, yes, just indeed. Gallons and gallons of Olympic pools of shit. All right, Abe. As the eye can see. All right, Abe. All right, Abe. Rain it in a little. I did like the Olympic pools line, though. It is the cost of agriculture... And we mitigate it as far as we can, as you see. Believe in toilets. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna fucking ask him directly about it. I'm sure he doesn't have the answer, but I'm going to ask him anyway. And what are you doing upstream to mitigate it at its source? I'm not certain there are any uh, established regulations about such things. Each work team has a responsibility to care for their crops and not necessarily for the drainage that uh, comes afterwards. I'm told that the bayou was at some point uh, crystal clear, at least as far as such things are, uh, quite a beauty nice sight for an estate such as this one but that has changed over time unfortunately incidentally if you're going upstream bring a paddle does it i have no idea about the etiquette so i just ask he immediately slaps you for talking <laughs> he is a seneschal so it's fine does it not make the workers less efficient to basically have them be smelling this even in their downtime. You got these misters, why not just mist a bit further up? I imagine you're quite right, my lad. But, well, upkeep of quarters and equipment and well-being is up to the workers themselves. Should they choose to spend their contractual bonus on upgrading their grounds and adding misters, then you should be happy to uh, install them. I will say that Connor does nod along at that, though I think at this point in his character development, he's, he's going, that sounds extremely bad, but okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, Johnny says um, absolutely nothing. He's his palms are itching for some reason. They <laughs> <laughs> have an infection from wading through the poop. He's far enough along enough that 
This guy's a symptom. He's not. He's not the disease. For a split second, I thought you were just going to say this guy's a simp. <laughs> oh, he, he, I yeah. Yeah, he probably is a simp to uh, what's the face. For all we know, he might be, but that is not the problem at the moment. Yeah, he's got big simp energy. He also, unfortunately, probably doesn't have any power to fix this, so pointing our ire at him would get us negative results. Yeah. yeah. So it's a blue check mark, so get his ass. <laughs> I nod in a way that communicates this is going in my report. That does not seem to concern him at all. Port. Thank you. In any event, is there anything else you want to uh, ask this person? Because otherwise, he's going to make a hasty retreat. The, the mask only helps so far. Uh, how am I supposed to address him? Just by his name? Yes. He is not titled. Uh, how would I ask this? Roland, if we require resources like these in the future, what is the most efficient way to find you on the premises? Speak to any of the staff members you happen to cross. All of them are aware of my office and hours, and I'm usually found there when I am not uh, putting out fires. Well, I am certain that works in most situations i frequently re rely upon my people to accurately convey my will if i required them to speak to you directly for such a reason where is your office he tells you it's basically on one of the wings of the household not an acknowledgement thank you roland we will be moving on now oh i take a mask Yes, pa passed him out to everybody. I don't put the mask on, I just take it. Yeah, well, uh, Roland doesn't really care either way, so he <laughs> bows, steps back, spins. Whatever, weirdo. Walks away. I mean, his job was making sure you had one, not to make sure you wear one. Once he's out of your shot, well, now we know where much of the important paperwork is going to be kept. Let's get to finding Gomez. So, do we actually know what Gomez looks like? Did we have that information? Doesn't matter, these guys were wearing veils. Well, only this close. Yeah, but Connor has... Connor, were you in a room with this guy? Did you ask him personally to do this mission? I'm imagining that is the case, yes. Yeah. So I would know what he looks like, yes. Unless he's wearing a prospect collar, <laughs> in which case... <laughs> I guess what we can ask is is there anyone who matches this sort of general size and build hanging around? I will tell you this. If you want to risk taking off the uh, the info skin then Jean-Luc will be able to get the information out of the staff here because he also picked up reputation during the uh, downtime and word of his declaration has spread among the lower classes, including in baritone. But then, of course, you are aware that not everyone may be as they seem around here. So if you don't want to risk it, I will require a role. And in general, the people here are selected 
due to their, I wouldn't say loyalty exactly, but their willingness to obey and not talk out of line. So the role would be with a difficulty. Would it help if I checked for cameras? I would be willing to burn a stress to help you, to negate that. Um... You'd be helping yourself, probably. And you are allowed to do that. It's called pushing yourself. Okay. I figure you would be doing the role. You're much more personable. Yeah. Somehow. Because I've invested a shit ton of points into it. So, but... the, the question is, do we get this for free, but there's a very good chance that our lives become more difficult in the near future? Or... Do we put it to a roll? I would rather put it to a roll, mostly because I would rather not run into that guy again, if we can help it. Alright, well, if you are going to push yourself, you will gain one stress, but negate the difficulty die, making this a straight roll. If someone else wants to assist, they can take a stress and give you one accuracy for net plus one accuracy. Can I also invoke my um, background? You're in disguise. I know, but I'm, I was going to portray it as I know how to talk to people. I know how to schmooze them. I know how to get them to open up. You're not really asking them to open up. You're asking for if they know one person in particular. Fair enough. Okay. Well, if we're not dropping the disguise then you are still going to be posing as my major domo until we make contact with Gomez and that means you need the force of my rank and presence to really get things done you need me to stand behind you and a little to the left looking imperious so I will take a stress and give you an accuracy. Thank you. You stinky commoner. <laughs> Alright, so I get one accuracy to this at least, unless anybody else is going to burn stress to help me out. Gain stress, not burn. Gain stress, yes. Sounds like a no. Uh, I'm wondering if I can finagle charm on this even. I don't think I can though, because I just talked about that. No, charm is fine. Charm is fine, okay. You were asking about the background. I don't think that is specifically merited, but charm in general... Okay. ...certainly works well enough. I will roll charm. That's a 14. Roll a 1 on the accuracy die. Yeah. But that's fine. You do eventually find Gomez himself. He is, uh... Well, in particular, you find him digging a pit. None of you know enough about this kind of agriculture to say why he needs a pit. But clearly someone does. Nobody needs it. It's just the masculine urge to dig a hole. <laughs> oh, you want me to fill in the pit now? No! <laughs> I'm trying to think of some call sign that we would have talked about giving each other just so that way we go know it's Morticia 
How many moons does this planet have? One big one, and a few captured asteroids. Okay. Does the moon have any, like, rings to it or something, or...? No. No. If the moon had rings, and it was close to a planet, it would no longer have rings. It would... It would have a slightly bigger planet. The divorced moon. Actually, I propose to scientists that if a planet for some reason has rings and then loses them, we should call that a divorced planet. <laughs> As I walk up to him, I will just quietly say, The moon is particularly bright this season. His eyes open wide and he immediately shouts, Oh, you're the guy! Shut the town. What are you talking like just that? Just fucking pinch the bridge of my nose. <laughs> well, come on, it's, it's just you and me and your buddies over there. Me in this pit. Yeah, in a giant pit. I dug the pit. People can't hear you when you're in a pit. <laughs> that guy gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Pits. I look at Lockley and I go, why are you doing so many voices today? Shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, man, I found all kinds of crap. In this estate, you know they got a secret basement? No, I did not. It's full of mechs. It's a lot like a pit. Yeah, this guy gets it. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a pit. They got those big old mechs in them. I think Penelope's mech is down there with them. And... Ooh, baby. I found this computer down there, and I basically cloned the whole thing. Oh, interesting, interesting. I'm using it to run Pitfall. <laughs> Fuck you, Abe. <laughs> all right, Abe. <laughs> nah, man. It's all about the Minesweeper. <laughs> I remember the deal we made. You get me out of this place. Mm-hmm. Before they catch me spying. Of course. And that drive, I got all that information on, belongs to you. We're working on it. Would there be, like, any way for us to, like, requisition him if we needed to? Would we be able to choose to get him out of here to on the grounds of, like, oh, we need him as, like, help for another inspection elsewhere? we'll bring him back later, and then we just never bring him back. You probably couldn't make it that simple, no. I mean, this guy is on a contract that stipulates his place of work, and while you do have an excuse to uh, get him into the guest house, you will not be able to get him off the estate without smuggling him in some respect. Well, it's simple. We just disguise him and we leave Johnny behind. And then Johnny can murder his way out. That's just stupid enough to work. <laughs> that is not my legitimate uh, suggestion, though. And getting him into the guest house would be simple enough. How could we smuggle him out? Carefully. Yes, but I'm asking for suggestions on, like, the specifics on carefully. Well, you had brought a stealth hard suit. Uh, I got nothing. 
we disguise him as luggage? Rich people don't give a shit. Just have um, have Dalton buy him. No, because he's here. Like, is here on contract, not slavery. Is the thing. You can buy out buy out a contract, though. No, oh, we could buy out a contract. We, would it be as simple as just buying his contract out? We do have infinite money, apparently. We do have infinite money. That would kind of arouse suspicion. Like, why are we buying that guy? Well, here's the thing. Like, we. Oh, I know. We're having a barbecue, and we need a pitmaster. <laughs> Our lord just loves um, this one particular guy. Christ, Johnny's not more into this dude. You think he'd, you know, resonate with a fellow hole enthusiast? Mm. Johnny is selective. Oh, now Johnny's selective. I still say just disguise him as luggage. Can we disguise him as luggage? I mean, you would have brought plenty of big containers with you. As a noble, you, you would have been expected to bring your entire wardrobe, and you're staying for a month. That, we can do that. We can just smuggle him through the beach. And this place certainly does not have like a like a TSA security checkpoint or anything. Yeah, I guess we just smuggle him out through our fucking luggage. This is the best plan we've ever had. It's certainly a plan that we've had. So we're going to stuff him in a suitcase, find an excuse to wheel the suitcase back on the hovercraft. I mean, I suggested we buy him, but... Well, yeah, like, we could buy out his contract, but, like, then we ran into the problem of why this specific guy digs a really good hole, all right? Mm. We appreciate a good hole. Yeah, I, I mean, as for why, that's uh, John Luke's problem. So it's fine. <laughs> So if you can think of a good reason to, like, buy his contract. Uh, not on our first day here. Yeah, no, not on, definitely not on the first day, because we're going to be here for a month or so. Yeah, and like I said, it is at least theoretically possible for you as an inspector to go about the rest of Baritone. And uh, you will need the airship for that, and at some point in the sky you can connect to the flying wing and transfer him over. Right, yeah, I, I envisioned all of that happening. If we can successfully contrive a reason to go physically inspect other regions of Baritone, physically smuggling this dude out is probably our best option. You know what? I've already thought of a good reason. This is your first inspection job. You're trying to make a name for yourself, so you're doing the stuff that most people don't do in order to find something that pushes you just that further ahead. I don't think I would want to actually say that out loud, because that makes me look like a bit of a chump. No, but, like, that's your motivation at, at the very least. And what's wrong with Baron Poop on you being a chump? <laughs> Yeah, you're never going to be Baron Poop on you ever again. Christ, I keep forgetting that's my name. <laughs> Please, it's Poop on you. You must emphasize oh, no, no, the no. second syllable. 
Baron Coupon Yu is my father. Please just call me Cleveland Von Steamer. <laughs> Jesus. Johnny finally realizes it's not Baron Coupon Yu and feels a bit ashamed of himself. <laughs> okay, so yeah. We were already looking to come up with an excuse to go inspect the rest of the island because we want to get on the hard points and actually like look at how bad they are. So this just plays into the plans we already have. We'll just need to be extra diligent about finding that excuse. Because right now our only means of inspection are calling in workers and speaking to them. Hmm. 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 DMs rolling dice. I hate that. I hate when DMs roll dice completely unannounced. Don't worry about it. Yeah, this is the point where our friend shows up. Yeah, great, super. I love being told don't worry about it by the DM. Okay, so yeah, that sounds like our plan for this guy is we'll physically extricate him on our way out once we come up with our excuse. We do need to come up with our excuse, though. If the role-playing thing is done, I figure we'd spend the rest of the day continuing to tour the property. Alright. I will say you've at least made contact with Gomez. Mentioned that you can't get him out immediately without arousing too much suspicion. He's willing to accept that. He's been on the estate for a while now. He's not too concerned about uh, taking too much time. He as you may have noted, he's sort of the easygoing sort. And uh, so is there anything you would like to accomplish during the rest of the day's inspection? Because if not, we can just skip straight ahead. I can't think of anything. Is there anything we can do to ingratiate ourselves to the help just in the course of this first walk around? Does an opportunity present itself? I've got an idea, but it'll take a bit longer. I won't be able to do it day one. I'm just looking for day one. Oh, uh, talk to them. Yeah, I will say if you just want to make a good impression, then uh, step one would be speak to them. At least pretend that you're uh, interested in their lives and be polite. I can absolutely do all of those things. Puts you ahead of at least 80% of the nobility. So yeah, in the course of the walk around of the property, I will make a point of talking to everybody whose path I cross, and occasionally going out of the way to talk to even more people, and just, you know, obviously I am a surprise inspector and a general, so there is the power imbalance. I am intrinsically going to be a scary person to these people, but I am also, you know, outside of my disguise, pretty affable, pretty personable. In that case, what skill would you like to lean on? Oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah, so definitely not stay cool, my one good one. Uh, I'm just talking to people, so I'm not going to be applying any medical stuff. I'm not punching anyone in the face. And I'm not gathering gossip. I guess all I've got is get a hold of something. What was the second to last one? The actual name of the skill? Word on the street. No, that, that, would, that would work. 
They're both plus twos. Either get a hold of something or word on the street, they're both plus twos. Well, I believe word on the street is definitely more appropriate in this case. Uh, you're laying the groundwork for more information in the future. Okay. Um, this our regular role? Yeah. Does my noble background apply here? You know, I think I'll give it to you. If nothing else, you understand what they are expecting from you and therefore how you can defy those expectations. Yeah. I can be a gooder boy than you expected. Actually memorize their names and call them by them. Ask if they have families and how well and how well they're doing. Wow, I needed that. <laughs> that gets me to the eleven. <laughs> Asking them, so what do you do here? A dig. <laughs> and then you just nod along and say, that sounds like an important job. Thank you. I wish to die. All of these are basically <laughs> what the queen, what the king does when he meets someone. Not the queen anymore. She's not talking to anyone. <laughs> Man, she's talking to Satan. Yeah, I wasn't going to go there. Regardless. So you are... As I said, laying the groundwork, speaking with people, uh, and so just sort of the general impression that you get from the workers here are that they are better paid than most of the workers throughout the rest of Baritone, but in exchange they're held to higher standards. They are obligated to answer any order, regardless of how outlandish or uh, sometimes cruel it may happen to be. And they are hired as individuals rather than groups of workers, the way that other baritone working groups are, seemingly to keep them isolated. Yeah, prevent organizing. And, uh, so long as they show no signs of disloyalty, no signs of organization, no signs of resentment, then once their term is up, they are paid handsomely and allowed to go back home. Should they fail to do so, they are instead penalized for breach of contract in such a way that could potentially ruin them. That's what's up with the fucking cleaner guy who Johnny flirted with. I love my job, and am happy with it. Yes. But while, while we're going around, I'm just sort of looking for anyone, sort of... I'm looking for a few hotties and just sort of flirting. Alright, roll to get your groove on. <laughs> also, roll to get on uh, quietly, or you're gonna catch a slap to the back of the head. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, you know... I'm clearly the most working class out of anyone in this building or field. And yet you have chosen to come hit on people at their place of work. Yeah, no, you know, I'm a normal guy. I refute. <laughs> normal guy here. Flirting with people at their place of work. He doesn't work here, so it's fine. It's not workplace harassment. Exactly, and you know, there's no power dynamic here, so... You are part of my retinue. Yeah, but like, 
I, I need you to understand that Johnny basically, I don't know what kind of outfit you've insisted he'd be stuck in, but he is just exuding a, an aura of scruffiness that makes it look like clearly I do not quite belong in this restaurant. Okay, but regardless, you are a part of it and everybody knows it. And therefore you carry some amount of the force of my position. Shut up, I'm flirting. We're on the 13. I will say this. While Jean-Luc is busy speaking to someone else, one of the workers basically uh, holds up Johnny's arm and writes a number on the inside of his wrist. Yes. Do they write a name? No, but you heard it when it was uh, that worker's turn. Was I paying attention? Roll to pay attention. No, it was roll to find out. Yes, I was. That's a 19 for Damn. I paying attention. All right. <laughs> my good rolls out for a completely useless one. <laughs> well, this is your odd little sub-quest. You come up with a name. You want me to come up with a name for someone? Make it a human name. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the question. Do you really want to flirt with your OC? <laughs> no. Let's go no, that name's it. already been used. It's his little robot child. He can't true. use it again. He only gets one per campaign. True. It's true. Unless someone destroys my ability to make one. Let's go with... Why is this so difficult? Let's go with Sue. Sue. Good old Sue. Susan. Alright. Having finished writing down the name, Susan gives you a wink and uh, heads out. Sweet. Well, I've pulled. Okay. I don't repeat that you have pulled here. But I would like to know what you consider the first time. Oh, Joey, of course. When Johnny walks by, uh, Connor j just says, Good going. Very quietly. Very quiet. Oh, so only Johnny can hear. I, I, give, I give Connor a wink. <laughs> this entire mission is going to go tits up because Johnny had to get his dick wet. That's what's going to happen. This is how... This is the... I can see the dominoes... Just knocking against each other in my is mind. In, is that one image with, with the small domino, what? the big domino, the small domino, Johnny hits on a girl, the big domino, is everything is on fire? <laughs> tits out, tits up. Uh, the, the small domino is uh, Johnny starts flirting, the big domino is something goes tits up. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. It was more than you deserved. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> Having concluded your tour of the grounds, you return to your guest room for the evening. The cook has prepared your evening's repast. You take it in your class-appropriate rooms. Hmm. How weird of a noble do I want to be? How fucking weird do I want to be? Do I want to eat with the help? Do I want to eat with my people? Am I the kind of big weirdo freak who insists on keeping my retinue around for company while I eat my dinner? Fuck. I would probably taste, at the very least, taste test your food before you eat it, just to make sure it's not poisoned. I probably wouldn't want to eat with you because I've had an idea, and when Johnny has an idea, he wants to work on it. 
Yeah, I'll just extend the invitation. Your bodyguard are probably always when around. when the smell of cooked food starts to waft through the house. I, you know, say covertly to the rest of the group that there's gonna be like a social expectation to eat separately according to our social status. But if we want to ignore that, I will arrange for it. Johnny is just staring at this mask in that he's been looking at for a little while since he got back, and he just says, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll eat with you at the very least. Sure, why not? For Johnny's part, I will say that you have identified a tool shed relatively nearby. Could have some other stuff you could use to tinker on this. Yeah, I take my meal and I take my meal and walk to the, just basically go to the tool shed. On your way out, I just beta. No, hang on, gotta do the voice. Beta, do not cause trouble. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. No. I've got, uh, I'll. I'll stay in the shed. Or my room. All right. And as it is between the bodyguard and the major domo disguises, you two being in the same room as an eating noble is not that unusual. Kind of 24-7 jobs, after all. And uh, as one of the staff members comes out, arms laden with plates for everyone, setting them out, uh, server says, I must admit, Baron Pouponyu, you have a very interesting taste in company. I, I can read pretty easily. They're referring to Johnny, right? What's up with that dude? What's his entire deal? What's his number? <laughs> that could certainly be what the server is talking about. And as you hear a familiar voice, Connor, your head just, without even intending to, shoots up. <laughs> As you recognize the face of the server. Yo, oh, I missed his voice. Yeah. Oh, I missed yeah, that his was, voice. I recognized the voice, but uh, I was going to say. I don't know if I've ever heard his voice. I don't think I've ever spoken to him. Yeah, that that, that does sort of complicate matters, doesn't it? I would recognize yeah. the voice. So I guess uh, I, I just, you know, I assume that he is referring to Johnny and just conversationally. This is a Effective, if unusual, lad. Oh, yes. I imagine someone like him can be very useful in the right circumstances. Alan would super recognize that voice, too, so he is also now hyper-focused on this man. But don't mind me and my conversational tone. I've been known to speak out of turn quite frequently. I'm a bit of a rebel. I'm a rebel without a cause. I'm the wind. No one gets me. Well, a man in my position can find use for all manner of opinion. Yes. In fact, it's quite the coalition you've been building. Okay, now... I'm a little bit on edge. Your friend there, Mr. Allen. I believe you recognize me, don't you? Never seen you before in my life. Interesting. 
I do recall having seen you before. Get around places. And while your major domo has changed his appearance quite effectively, I do remember hearing certain tones of voice before as well. I don't know what you're talking about. Very well. At this point, I've got my hands steepled in front of me, elbows on the table. Lean back a little bit, just sizing him up. Alright, that conversation with Joey and Johnny is going to get a lot more awkward because we are about to kill some staff. <laughs> God, I'm not, I'm not allowed to do it. No, it you're sucks. not. <laughs> Mr. Allen, if you are intending to do what I suspect you are intending to do, I would recommend against it. You would blow your cover and accomplish nothing. What do you want? Information. It is my stock and trade. I would like to know your purpose in visiting Baritone, and not the one that you told, Mr. Rowland. Okay. I'm out of character, do not remember. Did we ever learn what this dude actually does? He's secret police. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. His unit is the Subharmonic Choir. And yes, he is the secret police. I believe it is just the Subharmonics, no choir to... They're not quite on the same level as the Harmonic Choir, so no choir. I bet they have their own Subharmonic Choir, but this guy's not at least that high up, if they exist at all. He's just not got very good singing well, they voice. actually in a... Yeah, exactly. They're in a band, actually. Base. Either way. Yeah, so let's let's break it down. Do we want to tell a straight lie, partial truth, or complete truth? I mean, technically we're not even here for that bad of a reason. We're just making sure that the planet doesn't starve to death. So maybe he'd be on board with that. Maybe he'd be on board with us just fixing this thing without having to really do much of anything else the problem is that there's vested political and economic interests in the wall coming down yes that was going to be my other point but like i don't know this guy well enough despite having met him like what two three times by now to know if he's more interested in keeping the people Placated with food, or if he's more interested in seeing the rich get richer. Real quick, Colin, it's placated. Placated, thank you. Why don't you roll about it? And it, it is worth mentioning that this guy uh, did not initiate violence the last time you met him. But that was Johnny throwing a grenade at him. Yeah, that was Johnny chucking a grenade at his feet. Well, really, everything started going bad once. Uh, Connor shoved past him and tried to run. Which, again, brilliant move, by the way. I don't say that, and I, I I know I said it there at the time, but just masterful play. It all worked out in the end. Did it? Yes. Yeah. I'm still alive, so yes. Anyway, back on topic. I mean, being the secret police, he's very obviously keeping all of his cards close to his chest. So this is, no matter what you say, it's going to be a leap of faith. 
I'm putting this in the hands of the people who have interacted with him before, so I'm not going to be the one who gives an answer. We could give the partial truth and say that we are looking to avert an incoming global famine. I don't even know what lie we would tell is the trick. Because, like, yeah, he hasn't given away whether he knows who I am, but he definitely knows who the two of you are, and you two are problem individuals. That is true. Now, my line of thinking is that we didn't entirely lie. We are here to inspect the facilities, just for a different reason than what we what they're assuming. It is definitely going to come to violence at some point, because we have to get rid of Penelope. That is a mission-critical item. I feel like we don't tell him that. Yeah, we're not going right. to tell him that. I'm just saying that anything that doesn't include her disposal, anything we tell him that doesn't include her disposal, will be a partial truth at best. Then I'm fine, like telling him at least that we're here to prevent a global famine which and we can try and spin that as like a good thing for his superiors because hungry people tend to radicalize more than not hungry people so crowds would be going after the people who have the food I mean those people also have mechs. They have giant robots. Well, yeah, but, uh... Giant robots can still lose to very large numbers of people armed with guns and explosives. Yeah. Think back to fucking Mission Zero when there were just crowds of dudes and we we took some hits from them. Get enough people with enough guns and need to eat and you will have enough people that can bring down a mech or two. So... I support the Partial Truth Initiative. Yeah. At this point, Connor will drop the sort of semi-formal tone that he goes with when maintaining the disguise and go, Maybe double-check that the rest of the help are fully out of earshot. Are they? I mean, it probably doesn't matter super hard at this point, but can't hurt to check. Yeah, uh, is, it, is he the only other servant around or is there are there others that are here to uh it is actually kind of remarkable because he is the only one in here now that you're thinking about it as a matter of fact the door to the kitchen is shut wow convenient that anyway then connor will drop the uh the affectation and go not deactivate the prospect collar because in case there are others who are actually listening and go we're here to make sure that a global famine doesn't happen. Ah, yes. The hard points. They are in bad shape, aren't they? We're here to fix them. A noble cause. One that I think would benefit your superiors, considering that hungry people are often angry people, and angry people often do things that... that tend to make the powerful people nervous. But I suspect you'll have some difficulty doing that. So long as Penelope is still in charge. She's being paid quite well by the titled interests 
who wish for such a famine to come about. We're confident we can work around her. We can work around that, I believe. We are rather resourceful, as you know. Oh, yes. I'm quite certain that you can. You even have a friend here with the standing to challenge her to a personal duel. Quite convenient. Quite legal as well, despite your recent announcement. Lean forward in my seat, place my chin on my steepled hands, narrow my eyes at him. But yes, that is all that we are here for, is to make sure that the people don't starve, and that everything continues to go on as it should. And then... I suppose I should wish you luck with that, and also, have a good meal. One second. We answered your question. I'd like to ask you a question in turn. Ooh, interesting. I just want to know how you knew we were going to be here. A few things here and there. We are, of course, aware of the hard points and the issues, and the recent anonymous campaign to try and get them fixed. And, Mr. Allen, the next time you try to murder a rat, I suggest you clean the crime scene better than you did. Thanks for the advice. You're welcome. Enjoy your dinner. You too. Thank you. And perfectly mimicking the Seneschal's etiquette. He takes two steps back, bows forward, spins around on the spot, and exits. It was the most pleasant conversation I've had with the man. Well, the last conversation ended with a grenade, so low bar. Interesting. Well, that was that was only the most recent one. I'm counting the other two that, we ha that I had before. Why would he tell me I don't understand that, man. I think that's the point. I'm glad Johnny wasn't here, though. Speaking of which, as you are ru ruminating, what is Johnny up to? All right. I've locked myself in the tool shed. On purpose? Yes. So we've got a really fancy mask designed to keep smell out, but it's not... It's not wholly effective. So... What I'm doing is I am using my engineering know-how. I, I want to build a better gas mask, or I want to think of blueprints for a better gas mask. All right. So is there any bond power you wish to invoke for this? Or is this more of a project clock? I need to remind myself what my bond powers are. It's not rigged, because that's only just one. I mean, if I can't just do it, then it's going to be a project clock using the clockmaker ability to gain increased effect and plus one accuracy on skill checks to progress them. Yeah, and basically you are asking to turn a gas mask into a somewhat better gas mask, so I'm just going to make this a four-segment clock. Uh, I'm also... The other thing is, once I have a workable blueprint, I am going to be sending the blueprint to to have them mass produced or well not mass produced but have a a reasonable batch built up that we could because we're not we're not going to be able to do the whole 
scented water thing for the staff house, but we can at least make their working lives better. I see. Still a four? Four segment clock. Which means that if you roll a 20 or better, you can finish this in one setting. Sitting. Excellent. Project Gas Mask is a go. There is only one relevant skill here, which I will be rolling at accuracy one. And that is Hackle Fix. So here we go. That is 15. 15. Three segments. Normally two, but because of your uh, bond power, that's three. Is there anything I can do to push that roll? Take a stress. What, uh, and then does it, what's that do? Reroll or does it add numbers? Add an accuracy. So if you get a five or better, that's a 20. No, actually, a 20 is impossible. Yeah, he rolled a 2 on the accuracy. He's got a 13 right oh. now. He'd have to roll a 7 on a d6. Oh, okay. I didn't realize he already had so, an accuracy on there. Okay. Can't be done. Best he could do is a 19, so there's no point in taking the extra stress. And at some point, I'm going to have to figure out how to finish Project Gas Mask. Yeah, so you got three segments done. You got one left to go. Just write it down on your character sheet. And when you got some spare time in the future, this isn't a big project, so just when you have a couple hours to yourself, you can finish this one off. Yeah, I guess narratively I've done I've done as much as I can for the evening, but there's still I need to do a couple of field tests still, so I'd need to take this out back out and have a sniff and make sure it's fully effective before I submit the blueprints. Yeah, and it's all sort of writing on this one special plastic polymer you came across while in the Metal Star that is better able to grip and form an airtight seal against human skin. And you didn't bring a sample with you. You didn't think you would be needing it. And uh, you'll need to get a, a patch of it printed before you can uh, finish up your design. Okay. Uh, that's me done in the tool shed then. I eat, I sort of wolf down my very cold meal, um, unlock it, and begin moving back to the main guest house. By the time he returns, just a quick question for the rest of the party. Have you finished your meals? <laughs> I said it in chat. I'm going to say it now. Partway through, when we're all just sitting there ruminating, I just kind of turn to my major domo, I pick up my dinner plate and I push it across the table to be in front of his and just kind of like look at him a little bit sassily. Yeah, sure, I'll eat it. What the fuck? I'll do it. Connor's too stupid to think that the food's been poisoned. <laughs> Alright, you take a bite, I take my plate back, put it in front of me, I just sit there for five minutes <laughs> staring at you, waiting. <laughs> I'm eating my own dinner. It's like, fuck it. Does he die? <laughs> Eventually, yeah. <laughs> Give me like 60 years. Maybe 50 with my lifestyle. There are no symptoms or signs of poison. The meal seems to have been prepared by someone who is quite skilled at making meals. Cool, cool, cool. I eat. Yeah. I eat and food. There, there's a moment where I like start to almost by reflex take everybody's plate. Like I'm gonna go take him to the kitchen and wash him up, and then I just like I, I hard lock 
and put the plates back down. Real quick, Colin. Hmm. I will not say anything else about the droopy voice if you say the of in copy pasta in droopy voice. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I gotta, I gotta Google it because I don't know it by heart, but um, why do they call it oven when you oven the cold food of out hot eat the food? What? Was that what you expected? <laughs> no, that was in character. <laughs> I tricked you and I I made you say it in character. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> My lord, I'm I must apologize. Uh, the man who was serving you he, uh, apparently was starting to feel sick and had to leave. I I can take care of these dishes for you. Very well. Motion at them wordlessly. I'm I'm standing. I'm still partially hard locked. <laughs> Grabs them, uh, bustles them out. My lord, I'm I'm sorry. Did did you want an after dinner uh, bit of dessert? That would be lovely. Yes. Well, I'll get that out for you. Just a moment. And at this point, Johnny comes back inside. Fucking sit down put the tips of all my fingers together and just like I got my forehead pressed to my thumbs and like remember where you are remember where you are remember who you are hey Johnny hi on one hand uh, you know just give me a number count how many people do you know that you have thrown grenades at and are also still alive oh that guy's here I told you that earlier yeah he just came and talked with us Oh, a lovely conversation. Incidentally, no signs of scarring or da or damage on the bits of skin that were exposed. Damn, he's grenade proof. That or he just had a fucking like. There's super science healing in this universe. All of you, please keep your voices down while discussing this. I just, I just out of character. I just had a terrible thought that the secret police is composed entirely of that guy. Just <laughs> endless clones of that I mean, guy. We know I mean, clothing's a thing in this world. Yeah? <laughs> the thought had occurred to me, yes. Alright, so I don't know how much of that you actually say in character, but I guess I remind you that yes, I did see him earlier. Do you want me to check for bugs before we have this conversation? No. This, the entire house is not bugged. Sounds like you just don't want to do this bit anymore. I don't. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> And yes, it was well established. The entire house is uh, not bugged. Except for the human ears that may be listening. Speaking of, while they're having this conversation, I am like standing near the door to the kitchen, just like looking at, I'm sure there's a piece of art on the wall. Mm. Yeah. Placed myself physically such that I am like close to the wall, looking at it, but one eye and one ear can hear and see down the hallway. Right. Okay, cool. The guy talked to you. Anything interesting? Super knew we were coming. That's actually my bad. I'm sorry. So we're not sure what the hell his deal is. He's not actively trying to stop us, but he's not... He's definitely not on our side. How much of the conversation do you actually tell me about? Why we just recap, recap conversation? Sounds like he wants uh, what's the face dead and uh, is ha 
happy to let uh, to let our lord do it. Corey's letting ourselves dig a hole. I'll leave her all. I don't verbally agree with him. I'm still staring at the painting I've invented, but I do like raise a hand and gesture in agreement with uh, Johnny thinking that's that's definitely an excuse to just kill this woman completely legally that he has handed me. I guess what I do rather than say out say out loud because I still think walls have ears is I send a message on our short communicators to say so it's like whatever faction he's going for is possibly got a candidate for who takes over if she we need to make sure that neither of our candidates are compromised and uh, we need to we probably need to be working to make sure so actually I don't know how much of this I say but it's what I think our character is I say this is surprisingly eloquent for Johnny yeah uh, I guess what Johnny does say in character is sounds like the secret police benefit from her dying as much as we do we may want to think about this also worth noting that if you do actually kill her, you would be breaking a very long and distinguished winning streak. Oh yeah, I'm definitely thinking about that. I'm definitely thinking about what 27 and 1 looks like for this woman. Let it get to 30 and 1. Are you lining up to die in single mech combat with her first before... Ah uh, no, I'm just making an Undertaker joke. Oh, yeah. Big whiffed. Afraid I don't know enough about professional wrestling. Undertaker participates in and wins a match in WrestleMania for 30 years. Until he didn't. Until he didn't. And that's really the extent of the story. Uh, so I don't think there's anything we can do about this right now. I think we just eat our dessert and go to bed? We could drop a mech on this entire thing and just kill everyone. I am not suggesting that in character, but it is an option. I think that would get the va our vanguard party labeled as butchers, and that would be bad. Bad. Yeah. Shrug. We don't need an entire party of Johnnies. One is enough. I get the job done. What do you mean Shrug. Like, 90% of the people on the property are working-class schlubs who've mean been the imported. Workers? I just meant just, like, destroy the mech. Just... We have the option to orbital drop a mech in here and just destroy this entire fucking... Well, not the entire fucking... Just, like, just the mansion and the... Yeah. I don't think that accomplishes anything. I think no. we're eating our dessert yes. and going to bed. Especially since Penelope isn't even on the grounds at the moment. We could fuck up her mech real good, but I don't know, fabrication capabilities of Delphi being what they are, she could probably have another one in a couple of days maximum. And as it is, I think at this point it's a good time for all of your characters to go to bed, maybe go to sleep in some cases, in other cases lie awake thinking of all the horrible ways that uh, the situation can go wrong in the near future and bring the session to an end. Ways the situation already has gone wrong. That's good fun. It can always get worse. All right.
as it is. I believe at this point it is time to go through major and minor ideals and see how much you guys have done this session. Would anyone like to go first? Uh, let's see, major ideals. I address challenges with diplomacy, creativity, or empathy. Guess chasing down that, that servant. Uh, certainly you are addressing the mask problem with creativity and empathy. Cool. Uh, express my heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions. No one wanted to go to the stinky swamp except you. Yeah, and also I am, I am looking out for the working man. Despite shrugging bad job in her. I struggle with issues from my burdens or backgrounds. Um, I don't have a burden. My background, while relevant to probably expressing it didn't really bother me. I created a new object, organization, or alliance, or mended one that was broken. Probably not yet. You got three quarters of the way to doing that. Yeah, and while I did go out on the pull, that probably doesn't count as an alliance. <laughs> At least not until I seal the deal. <laughs> that would be two EXP then. Yep, sounds like it. I'll take it next. Uh, addressing challenges with strength, leadership, or force. Oh, yeah, certainly taking on the leadership position as the noble. Yeah, sort of applying that to get information in our Roland. Um, expressing heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions does me taking the extra time to get into the good graces of the, the working people. You know, I'm kind of, I'm a noble, but I'm kind of a minor noble, and I've, I'm a bit more empathetic to these people than most others are. Yeah, that, that does seem to be an expression of your beliefs. I don't think I struggled with issues from my burdens or background here. Maybe soon in the near future, but not just yet. Yeah. And I definitely did not take harm, blame, penance, or burden for anybody else. Nobody fucked up in a way that required that of me. So I also have two experience. Fair enough. Alright. I addressed issues with cunning, subterfuge, or deceit. I was in disguise this entire uh, session, so yes. Mm -hmm. And the one person who could have recognized you immediately did. Yeah. I will say, didn't immediately recognize you. He has been stalking you for a while. Okay. It probably helps that I'm not in disguise and he has seen me. Yeah, and he also connected a few dots. Yeah, I wasn't in disguise either. Yeah. But I really did not expect that need to be in disguise here. I expressed my heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I struggled with issues from my burdens or background. Uh, does he count? Does that guy count? <laughs> no, I don't think background counts when it's the background of the campaign. Okay, fair enough. And then my minor ideal is I pretended to be someone else for a time. I'm pretty sure the entire session is for a time, so... Yep, super thumbs up for that one. 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, once again, I also have two experience then. Alright, uh, I address challenges with precision, coldness, or intimidation. Not particularly, no. Uh, express my heritage, background, or beliefs through my actions. Not really. Struggled with issues from my burdens or background. No, again, no. Let's see, minor ideal. I got someone to back down or back off. Technically, we kind of resolved that one non-violently. He just... But he was probably already just going to walk away once he got what he wanted anyway. It was really only us who were willing to escalate. True. Yeah, I don't feel like anything counts here. Had a bit of a passive presence this session. We'll need to remedy that next time. Well, I, I'm a bodyguard. That's my deal. Need to start some shit so you can get us out of it. <laughs> As it is, arranging for you guys to leave the estate and start inspecting the rest of Baritone, maybe stirring up some trouble in the process, sounds like the plan of the day for next session, especially since your two candidates for leadership are going to show up on the scene soon, and are going to need to earn the support of a very fractured community. Let us not forget that your goal is not to create a power vacuum, but to create an opportunity, and to fill that vacuum immediately. But all of that can wait until next time, so thank you everyone for listening, thank all of you for participating, and I hope I'll see you again next time. <laughs>